Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Corner Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Clem, alongside my sidekick, Mr. Kevin Langley. I'm sorry, my number two. Sidekick kind of feels a little demeaning. A.K.A. Mini Minshew, because that boy, Kev's rocking. If you guys don't know, Kev is like killing the mustache game right now. I am very proud. As a man of facial hair, I am very proud of my my, my number two right now, rocking gold mustache. Now, Kev, you got to, like, buddy, beard oil right here on the sides and let the Fu Manchu start. You, you gotta so I'm surprised my family hasn't, like, pinned me down one night and just shaved it while I slept. This goes out to Steve, Amanda, Karen, and Cam. If any of you touch his mustache, I'll shave your head. That's not a pro- threat. It's a promise. Cam wouldn't. He's uh, he's rocking one, too. Well, then, Cam, I respect it. As a man who has not – I've had a mustache for four years now. Fun fact, folks, I have not been clean-shaven since I was 18. I'm 25. I used to work at a place where they told me, like, yeah, the owner – it wasn't the owner. He owned multiple stores, and the other store was allowed to have facial hair, but mine wasn't. And the manager's like, uh, he doesn't like facial hair. And so I was clean shaven. <clears throat> but then it got to the point I was seeing how much I could grow it before she'd tell me to shave. Mm-hmm. It got to a point where, like, if I had stubble but kept it clean, she wouldn't say anything. Yeah, if I, I, the, I would have to be getting paid so much money. At least... At least six bucks an hour more than I make now for me even to consider so much more money that I make now for me to even consider not, like cutting my hair. I'd basically have to be offered like a job that would pay me like a great. It'd have to be my dream job, or else I'd be like I'm putting in a man bun. That's it. I'm not cutting my hair. I mean, the thing was, I went in for the interview clean shaven. Ah, see, that was your problem. I went in my first interview with a full beard, and it got me out of a lot of trouble. <sighs> I'll say, I my problem was. My interview when I worked in an office was I went in with my earrings out. So when I started wearing – and I wear – folks, if you guys don't know what I look like, Kevin knows this. I wear eight and a half – I wear eight millimeter CZ or black onyx studs. They're very big. You can see them from a while, and especially because my CZs, 
I take care of, like, you know, fake diamonds. I take care of them. Like, I make sure they're super shiny. So you can see them from a mile away. So in an office building with a kid wearing a full suit, nice clean-cut hair, and a nice clean-cut beard, and then you see earrings there, it was definitely an interesting transition. My bosses weren't a fan of my earrings, but I really didn't care towards the end. So I kind of wore them as a protest towards the end. That's fair. Um, yeah, so we got a big show, guys. We've got our first edition of Who Won the Week with our six-pack. Next week, of course, we'll start adding a bonus, a um, an upset game, like or a bonus uh, gimme, as me and Kev, as me and Kev were killing it on those last year. Hopefully, uh, by the way, folks, if you guys don't know if this is your first episode listening since the football show, the winner of the six-pack only regular season will get will have the will have to buy the winner the loser will have to buy the winner a t-shirt of the team of their choice and a six-pack or four-pack of the beer of their choice within reason like so like i'm in massachusetts like i would have to go up to mass to buy kev the beer he wants or if he wants a beer from connecticut etc etc but like you know fanatics for the other stuff but it's gonna be a fun time so without further ado let's talk Monday football kev because last night's games were just weird. They were, they were like way sloppier than Sundays. Yeah, it it was, it was weird. I wasn't a fan. What the fuck is up with Steven Guskowski? Holy shit. How I don't even, I could, I lost count of how many extra points and field goals he missed. I was just like, what the fuck? I think they said this was like his first game ever missing three kicks or more. That's it's insane. I mean, he hit the he hit the one that counted. So I mean, like the one that mattered most, he hit. So I mean, I can't knock him for that. But I, I still remember a couple of years ago it was the AFC Championship game. He missed an extra point, so we had to go for two at the end of the game and lost. I was furious. Was that Denver? Mm-hmm. I was fifteen, right? Yes. Yeah, so fuck. That would been yeah. a weird Super Bowl, Carolina New England rematch. Um, wow, I sucked on that beer really fast. Um, that would have been great, actually, because then our first three and the last three with Tom would have lined up pretty well. Oh, that's, that's true. Sort of. I mean, you lost to Philly this time instead of beating Philly. Well, I but, just meant the teams you were playing. Ah, yes, yeah, true. Okay, that makes sense. Just throw Atlanta in there just to mess everything up. Um, yeah, so <laughs> my biggest thing was Denver was keeping Henry in check a lot till the end of the, till the, end of the game. I mean, I have him on my fantasy teams. He didn't really rack up that many points. But you want to talk about keeping in check. Hats off to Pittsburgh, man. Whoo, Saquon Barkley. Less rushing yards in the game than Big Ben. You don't believe me. Big Ben ran for nine. Um, on one, I think it was one carry. I think Saquon had like 12, 13 carries for six yards. Yeah. I have him in our league. I was playing you in our league. And I won because of, you know, Kyler and Julio and Josh Jacobs. But, God, Nick Chubb and and uh, Saquad were killing me. Whew. That was bad. Yeah, I had Saquon in a couple leagues. I also had Michael Thomas, so that wasn't fun. Oh, my God. Talk about, like, the injuries from Sunday. You, like, Mike Thomas out. Um, you got uh, – what's his face? Oh, God. The um, – Leighton Vanderesh, six to eight weeks of a broken collarbone. 
Yeah. Um, is he Deshaun Lee? Seriously, like, I, I really hope he isn't because he's a great player. But, like, Cowboys linebacker, incredible talent, but always hurt. Yeah, I mean, then also Henry Ruggs left the game early. Uh, Marlon Max Achilles blew up. Sut- Sutton's out for another week. You, you, we knew this was going to happen, though. Injuries, because of the shortened training camp, were going to be prevalent early. I mean, the Eagles starting left tackle went down. Connecticut's own uh, Jeff Driscoll went down with uh, in, uh, with cramps. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, Jordan Melita wasn't terrible, but, you know, that offensive – the Redskins defensive line. We'll talk about that later. But, oh, my God. But, I mean, uh, if – I get the short offseason, you're not used to game speed, but you shouldn't be leaving a game for cramps. Oh, I know. Um, he Well, Lane Johnson's back this week. He already tweeted out this morning. because I'm playing regardless of how I feel. <laughs> he felt so – I think he just felt so bad for Wentz getting the crap kicked out of him on, on Sunday. He's like, yeah, I am. I don't care if I've got to literally like, inject myself with IV constantly. I'm playing. So um, that's just also Lane Johnson being Lane Johnson. But – uh. One of, my fa- one of my favorite Eagles. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we had a lot of crazy games. We'll do the one-sentence game as well. That'll be a fun one. Um, but first off, it's a packed show today. We'll just get, like, my lasting thoughts, though. Pittsburgh still seems like an 8-18 eight eight to me. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, no. They're, I mean, they're not going to be good. It's incredible, but their offense looks sloppy as shit. Yeah, I mean, it's only a matter of time until Big Ben goes down. He already had, he said it was the sleeve from an oversized coat. To keep his arm warm, but... I doubt it. You, oh, even if that's the case, you shouldn't have to keep your arm warm. I understand he's coming off a wrist injury, but... It is a concern, because he's missed time the last three years, I think, with injury at some point. He's definitely... You can tell... The mileage is starting to catch with him a little bit, so... I mean... I, I, I mean I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat as you. I am not buying the whole... Um, it's, it's just a sleeve. I saw it, I was like... That looks like some kind of health thing. That's not. It looks like an air cast. Yeah. But so, uh, all all the older quarterbacks started showing their age this weekend. Mm-hmm. Breeze looked a little sloppy. Alvin Kamara looked amazing. Um. We'll talk about Brady. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. But uh. But before, we, did you see the tweet by the um by the Bucks? I did not. They tweeted. We held Alvin Kamara to 1.3 yards per carry, the lowest of his career. Yeah, the man also scored two touchdowns on you. I wouldn't be bragging about your run defense, guys. Oh my god. Oh, they they still think they're like a bottom feeder team, and it's like you have you're supposed to be. They're this year's Cleveland Browns. I really hope they win more games, but they kind of have the Cleveland Browns 08 Eagles kind of vibe to them a little bit, and it's kind of scared me. Yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna win. I think I think. Um, the Saints expose them because I see a lot of the problems with the Saints, and I think that those problems are covered by the fact that Buccaneers were just worse at it. Um, but one of those teams has to win that division. I still don't think Atlanta's going to do it, and Carolina got beat by Oakland. So um, Carolina's defense is atrocious. Uh, yeah. So last thoughts on Denver. Jerry Judy is the real deal. Um, Melvin Gordon, great pickup. Dude was dynamite last night. Uh, I'm shocked. I was shocked I didn't see more Philip Lindsay. Yeah, like that's. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm surprised he did as well because I figured they would split carries more, or I guess he would he be slow. I have a I have a hot take. They deal Lindsay by the deadline. 
Because they I, like free, they like Freeman because Freeman can just take abuse on carries. I wouldn't be surprised, but that'd be so stupid of them. I know because here's the thing: Melvin Gordon's a flash in the pan. He could be like Melvin Gordon. I love Melvin Gordon. I wanted Philly to pick him up two years ago, like before Miles Sanders came into his own, or last year when the Eagles were literally like 30 seconds from a trade with the Chargers. Like, you know, instead of a second rounder, we want a first, a second, and a third instead of a second and a third. It was some like weird thing, and Howie's like, "No, dude, it was supposed to be Jordan Howard in a second and a fourth. That was the trade." Yeah, but I mean, because also, Philip Lindsay's still on his rookie deal. He's an undrafted free agent. He's cheap. I know, and Philip Lindsay also can literally take a ball and rip it seventy to the house. That dude has like kick returner speed. That like you cannot like. I honestly, I mean, I could honestly, I could see him dealing Freeman too. I love Big Royce because, like, from his Oregon days, I used to follow him a lot. But I don't know it's gonna be weird. It's definitely gonna be an odd uh, because the Denver got a problem because Gordon's a carries eater. He's not like San Diego, like back in L.A. where he was the main back, and then you had Eckler and Jack and uh, Jackson getting um. Or Malcolm Brown, whoever their backup is, I don't even know anymore in the, char- the Los Angeles Chargers. But I don't know. Last game, I guess the last thing was like you know Denver. I love Drew Locke. I still think they're going to be a great team. I just think that their offense looks sloppy yesterday. So, and also Tampa Bay's defense is. I mean, um, Tennessee's defense with Clowney, very good. So. I, I think the issue with Locke is, well, not even an issue. Like we know what it is, but people knock, and I do the same thing. People knock Josh Allen saying he's he can throw a ball a mile, but he's inaccurate. Drew Locke's in the similar boat, but no one talks about it because Drew Locke's rapping on the sidelines. Oh, Drew Locke seems like such a fun guy. We're not going to criticize him. No, no, no. no. I, I, I hope he can take that next step, but never say lesser degree to do. He's not like Josh Allen who will literally like airmail a ball by 20 yards, but like Locke does have accuracy issues. I mean, so does my boy who like, but then again, I mean, I think he was dizzy after how many times Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan were hitting him. Um... Yeah, so next uh, so like next up, we're going to go to the six-pack. So, Kev, our games we picked were Saints-Bucks, 49ers-Cars, Ravens-Browns, Pats-Fins, um, Duke versus Notre Dame, and Miami versus UAB. So, Saints-Bucks, we both struck out. 49ers-Cards, that was my upset pick. That was not yours. I take the lead with two. You have one. Which that's what happens. Um, we both picked the Ravens. We both picked the Patriots. We both picked Notre Dame. And I picked Miami, and you picked UAB. So I won Week One, six to four. I like point. Also, I did not say what my upset pick was. You just told me what it was. At no point did I say UAB was my upset pick. I was just saying I think UAB is going to win. I mean, do you want to switch to the cards and I'll give you an extra point? No, it's fine because I didn't bring it up then. But I mean, I'll give you the point. I don't care. All right, fine. Give me the point. All right, fine. There you go. Six to five, Kev. So there you go. Week Look, one. I didn't do great last year. We got to give me every point I can get. I, I know. I know. So, um, yeah. So right now. Six to five after week one. Sweet. Um, all righty. So, 
Let's get into the headlines, folks. So we got a couple great big things coming on. So, Kev, you got something about the Big Ten for me? Football, possibly, hopefully? The Big Ten is revoted. They're having a recount. Iowa football. Right now, the expectation is they're going to try to start mid-October, hoping to finish their championship the day before the college football selection, college football playoff selections come out. Okay. And that they're going to play a nine-game All-Big Ten schedule is the expectation. However, there are three teams that people don't think are going to play. It's People think Michigan, Michigan State, and Maryland are all out. I don't understand Maryland, but, like, I was, I was listening to Portnoy the other day because, you know, he's a big Michigan guy. He goes, dude, they're dead to me. If, if they're the one team who holds up this vote because they don't want to play, they are dead to me. And I'm like, you know what? Porter, I get it. If Miami was the one ACC team I was holding up, I would be so pissed off. I mean, I probably wouldn't jump ship like he is, but like I'd be incredibly pissed off. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, not the players. I just hate the administration. I still hate Miami's administration regardless. Who leaves Nike for Adidas? Like really? I I, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, if they did Nike for Under Armour or something like a lot or of Nike college for Jordan, British. like Florida and Oklahoma did. Mint. Well, that's not really leaving Nike. Well, I mean, like, that's upgrading. Can you imagine, like, Jordan Miami uniforms? That'd be insane. Like, Miami edition Jordan retros would be crazy. I feel like that would also just fit Miami. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm i going to start I'm gonna start a, a petition today on, uh, on change.org. <laughs> they could even not change the uniforms at all, just with the Jordan logo. Would look I, yeah, Honestly, they would literally jump the recruiting in a mile. I think Adidas hurts the recruiting a little bit. I'm not kidding. Because Adidas isn't cool anymore. It's, it's, it's still cool, but, like, Nike and Jordan still – like, you can't beat the Jumpman. No, I mean, Adidas hasn't really been cool for a while now. I mean, you're talking to a kid who literally wore retro threes to the gym today, so. Yeah, but, I mean, also, like, the only thing that would be worse if they switched to Reebok. I would literally want to punch their, their, their present in the head. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, Miami – the U is cool. Like, it's that's their brand. Part of their brand is the swagger. Adidas doesn't have swagger. Adidas screams Louisville to me. Or, like, Michigan. It doesn't scream. But Michigan's Jordan. <laughs> Michigan got with the program. Oklahoma screams more Adidas than... Oh, my God. It's stupid. I can get around like this for hours. I wouldn't even, even say Oklahoma. I would just say, like, Ivy League screams Adidas somehow. Yeah, like Ivy League or like international schools like UConn screams Iowa. like Iowa. I, I no, Iowa's Iowa Nike. Iowa feels like a Nike school. Ah, uh, no, it doesn't. Is there a grinder? But like, yeah, like um, Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Um, if Iowa's a grinder, they don't scream Nike. Nike's flashy, popular, cool. Iowa's none of those things. Iowa screams Under Armour. I can see that too. Like, I feel like Adidas is a big would be a big. Big Ten schools. They're like Nebraska. I can see Nebraska rocking. I think Adidas Nebraska is. is Nebraska is is on Adidas. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think that too. I, I I mean I even Penn State feels more Adidas than Nike to me. Yeah. Ohio State feels Nike. That's just Nike as shit. But I mean, like that's the that's the exception. <clears throat> but then again, like Ohio State's the only good team in that conference. So there you go. <clears throat> All right, so. Uh, yeah, so where I, we went way off topic there, but Big Ten, yeah, Big Ten football, come to a vote. Uh, all good news. Let's keep hoping more for college football, more fun. 
Also, my Hurricanes are ranked <laughs> in a year when no one's 17! playing. And they're taking they're on. You know what the worst part is? They're on national TV this weekend. And guess what? I'll be at a wedding, so I have to watch it on my phone <laughs> while I'll be inebriated. Yeah, I mean, congrats. They're ranked in a year when no one's playing. I'll take it. I think that those ranks were so funny because they dropped a bunch. They like, no, we're going to put the teams in here, even if they're not playing. And then after one week, they've dropped Ohio State and Tennessee. Tennessee's not playing? No, not yet. They start the 26th. Oh, okay. I mean, I listen, if Miami can beat Louisville, then they deserve to be in the top 25 because Louisville's a very good team. But – Good, good for the ACC. Not good, like nationally. They're like a good ACC team. Like they were like, they were like a nine or they were like eight or nine win team last year. Yeah, they, but I mean they, also, Louisville beat Western Kentucky by two scores. I don't like, know. They're not that good. ranked. It. I mean, I think it's just because they played. I don't know. I mean, then we play Florida State the week after, and I mean that's if that's a tune-up game, I don't know what is. Josh, Justin Blackman looks fucking terrible. Oh, my God. I was watching the game at the bar. I was there with my boys on Saturday. I was watching it while we were sitting at the bar eating nachos and wings and stuff. And I'm just like, God, he is awful. What happened to the Justin Blackman who was, like, supposed to be the next big thing? Like, this dude was supposed to be, like, better than DeAndre Francois and just, like. I mean, DeAndre Francois wasn't that good. I know. I just think Alabama broke him mentally and physically. That's true, and then he went to Hampton College. Um, yeah, so there, there we go. College football done with that. Um, basketball, Kev. First game of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight: the Heat versus your Celtics. And then we have even so I mean, I have the the Celtics in seven. Still, I, I they were my Eastern Conference pick since like the first game of the bubble. I never have believed in the Bucks, ever. You can ask Joey this. I when he came on, I said straight up, I do not. Oh, by the way, Joey will be on when the finals are set. Joey will come back and we'll talk finals for probably about a good half hour. And he, him, and Kevin can yell at each other when it's like Heat versus um, Lakers because somehow the Clippers might blow this shit tonight. Um, watch the Nuggets go to the finals. I, you know what? I'm for it. I am for Jamal Murray leading the boys to the finals. I am a Nuggets fan until the end of the season now. Like, I, go Nuggets tonight. Yeah, I want the Nuggets to win. That'd be incredible. I, like, I always loved the Nuggets back in the day when Carmelo and AI were there. Like, I used to have the old Melo. I still have a pair of them right now. But, like, like I, they were, the, like, the one team in the um, – in the Timberwolves division that I didn't hate. I was like, I, I liked it. And also, it's not like NFL where you play your division so much. It's like divisions really don't matter. It's really about conference. I always kind of liked the Nuggets because of Carmelo. And then, like, I liked them. I, I love their old uniforms with the Carolina blue and yellow. It was kind of dope. So, I'm pulling for Jamal Murray and the boys tonight. Uh, I would love to see the Nuggets upset LeBron in seven, even though the Lakers are rolling everybody. I mean, then again, they've really got two cupcakes. Because the Raptors, uh, they've basically played two teams that have no height. Yeah, I mean, I mean, besides Hassan Whiteside, that's basically it. So I, I it's gonna be, I would, I think the matchup of the Lakers Nuggets would be interesting because the Nuggets are so young, and with Jamal Murray and Gary El- and Gary Ellis and Otto Porter, I would love to see like what they do now with this new backcourt's taking over with 
that deep, long bench. I love it. So I, I got the Nuggets tonight in Game 7, and I have a praying for a Nuggets-Celtics Finals. That'd be awesome. I would watch every freaking second of that. Yeah, I mean, I think the Celtics are probably going to win in six, honestly. You really, you really think they're gonna? They're that much better than Miami. I, I think they're a better team than Boston. I mean, than Miami. But I think that Miami is so hot right now that even, even though they had a week to kind of chill off, I still think they're gonna punch Boston in the mouth a few times. Yeah, but I think the issue is so. Goran Dragic even summed it up better. With the Bucks, you can throw your whole team at Giannis and still win and win just by stopping him. The Celtics, you can't do that. Oh, you're going to throw two guys on Tatum? All right, cool. He's got an open Jalen Brown or an, or an open Kemba or an open or Marcus Smart, my who boy. Who can hit threes now. Yeah, also has, like, the best hair on that team. Worst case scenario, you just throw it to Tice underneath. You still have – I mean, when's Hayward back? Hayward out for the whole playoffs? Or Hayward might be back for this series, too. Ooh. I mean, I think – I also – I was talking to my boy the other day. I'm like – are the Celtics better without Hayward, though? I, I want to ask you that person who's a Boston fan. No. Okay. They're not. That's that's too much. I bring it up as a joke sometimes about, like, Ben Simmons or about Giannis when the Bucks won without him. Like, they, no, they're not. He's a 17-point-per-game scorer. True. Who can I mean, pass the ball to. And his defense isn't bad. Listen, my be- like one of my buddies from college is an identical twin to Gordon Hayward. So I, I've, I've, I've known this guy's career for a while because he, my boy's obsessed with him. I'm not, I'm not kidding, Kev. I'll show you the picture later. They look like identical twins. It's hysterical. Um, but I just – I got Boston because they have just too much firepower, but Miami's going to push them to the limit. It's going to be it's going to be a crazy series, and I'm going to be here for every second of it. Yeah, I mean, not- if the officiating wasn't terrible, the Celtics would have won last round in six, so – I will admit that I think Toronto literally snuck by by the skin of their teeth by officiating. They got the Rams treatment. So now people complain like, "Oh, the officiating was bad both ways." Yeah, but that one decided, one called a side of the game, one didn't. You can't really weigh that. Yeah, down the stretch, it severely hurt the Celtics. Kemba Walker gets a. Obli- I use different terms in my personal life talking about this, but he gets obliterated under the basket. They don't call it. He's hit in the head. They still don't call it. And then, oh. While jumping for the ball in an alley oop attempt to win the game, they called a foul. What he didn't like, he was jumped into. Why are you calling? It was just bad. Oh, and then also for the Nuggets Clippers game, I do have the Nuggets. Uh, you know the the Doge meme. It's the smaller one like crying, and then the bigger jacked one. It's it's like that. It's the smaller one. Nuggets any other time. The bigger one. Nuggets when facing elimination. I may have to borrow YouTube TV tonight just for that game because this I I, I gotta find a way to watch this. I get my, I, listen I get my serve I get my TV service next tomorrow so hopefully <laughs> I won't have to keep mooching off Kev. Um all right so that's up for basketball honestly I, I'm excited. Oh, wait, did, did you hear the biggest basketball news of the day? Oh that Halsey has her own basketball account. Yes I love it because I love Halsey. I've been in love with her since like the whole Chainsmokers song. Also. She's from my mom's area. Like, she's a Jersey girl. Like, I, I'm even more about it. Yeah, if you want to follow it, it's Halsey and one. Did you I also hear her. who she's allegedly dating? Who? Cara Develine. I love Cara Develine's a lot. It's Develine. 
Develine. I mean, I love them both. I knew Halsey was by, and honestly, to each his own. But I mean, I was hoping one day maybe get to put a ring on the finger because I love her. I she's like that. Like everyone's got a celebrity crush that would be like a nightmare for the person life. That's Halsey to me because that girl is fifty five. She's a she's a category five hurricane mixed with a category with a uh like a was it on the Richter, a five on the Richter scale hurricane earthquake. She's crazy and I love it. So I mean I don't know, but like. Good for her. If she's happy, she's happy. And I also love Cara Delevingne. She's she she's dope. She's just I mean she did she was she played a DJ in Grand Theft Auto. She's just cool as fuck. Yeah, I mean those are the reports, the rumors, especially after Halsey's ex G Easy and Cara's ex Ashley Benson got together. Gee, he's also a scumbag, but I oh he's also a frat boy rapper. I can't stand his music anymore. Yeah, he's a white rapper. Well, I mean no, listen, listen. There are some good white rappers, but. Jeezy's pop rapper, and it's like he had one good song in my opinion. That's it. Um, also, I, I, I consider though. myself I consider myself very educated on rap music. Kevin knows this, so I look at Jeezy like a kind of like a joke. Like he's our generation's Vanilla Ice, and somebody heard that I'm like what? I'm like, just wait. Yeah, I mean, he had he had more hits than Vanilla Ice, but yeah, but I think also pop rap sometimes like it just it. it Scratches in it. So nice. It hits. It hits. It hits. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, but like the thing is, like I grew up being educated by Eminem, Jay Z, Nas, Young Jeezy, even like even like I like you can't call Drake pop rap because Drake is just so good at what he does. He kind of hits every genre: R&B, pop rap, and rap. So I don't know. We could get into. We'll talk music on Thursday, but in our live stream. But uh, yeah, no. Good for Halsey. I, I follow her basketball. I can't stand a regular. I, I mean, me, I just don't get along with Halsey's politics. But I honestly, I don't give a shit. She's a celebrity who gives a who craps, who cares about their freaking politics. But, uh, you know, I uh, they have a right to voice them because they're U.S. citizens. True. That's the beauty of this country. I just don't care. So whenever they do their political opinion, I'm like, unless you're telling people to go out and vote, I don't care what you're saying about politics. I do like how every celebrity from both sides of the, the line or on the line, like, you know, yours truly, are telling people to go out and vote. I like that. I like it a lot, actually. It's kind of a cool story. So I, it's kind of a cool movement. Like I saw my future, you, you know, my future wife, Haley Steinfeld, uh, telling like three-part story on her Instagram to go vote. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. I don't care what you have politics-wise. Go out and vote. Do your research. Go out and vote. Like, like that's your right. That's what you're supposed to do. That's part of your your duties in American citizen to go out and vote. So I would like, also like to point out that Jared just called himself a celebrity. What? You, you did. You called yourself a celebrity. I didn't mean to, though, because I'm not a celebrity. I just want to point that out. So my wording got mixed up. But you got my point, though, right? Yeah, I just wanted to point it out. You're just being a dick. I know. Um. All right. So you ready for uh, – what do you want to do first? Do you want to do um, stay or call or – uh, one sentence game. Up to you. I don't care. We'll do one sentence game because I'm feeling ballsy today. All right. One sentence game. You guys know the rules. One sentence describing each NFL game. Let's get it. All right. Kev, Texans at Chiefs. Sell Sammy Watkins right now. That's his season high. Oh, mine is Kev should never break down any running backs. And Chiefs are nasty. <laughs> That's fair. Dolphins at Patriots. I love you, Cam Newton. 
Josh McDaniels, one creative son of a bitch. Packers at Vikings. Yikes. This was the height of the Packers season. Colts at Jaguars. Minchu Mania. It, it's not going anywhere. Believe in the stash, folks. Also, Jonathan Taylor is going to get a lot more carries now. Yeah, I have him in like three fantasy leagues. Rookie of the year, folks. <laughs> All right. Bears at Lions. I have bought into the uh, the Mitchell hype. I have not. Lions fans, don't worry. Bears, you should worry. Raiders at Panthers. What what the fuck's going on in Carolina? Carolina's defense is atrocious. Knock if you're with me. My hands are in my pockets. I don't feel like knocking. Uh, it was a hard knocks joke. But yeah. I get it. But we did I, I know you get it. I was explaining it for the, the, the knuckleheads listening. All right. Um, Jets at Bills. Oh, my God. The Jets are terrible. Oh, my God. Josh Allen wasn't horrible. <laughs> Against the Jets. There's his an accuracy. accuracy. Listen, listen. Regardless of who they're playing, his accuracy wasn't bad. I was like, he's hitting his throws. This isn't terrible to watch. I'm like, okay, he looks like a competent quarterback. I mean, if he a competent quarterback, that kind of arm strength is an all pro. So, I mean, like, I just like the guy's like so talented, even with competent accuracy, he's disgusting. So, and that mobility of his, whew, nasty. All right. Browns at Ravens. The, the, the Browns are cursed. I mean, Odell's used to getting shit down. For the win! <laughs> I think that wins for the one-sentence game. Fair. Damn, man. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. The That was so easy. But, the, like, damn, the Ravens are nasty and the Browns are awful. I mean... I also feel like the Browns had no shot in this to begin with. This is like a promising team that plays Alabama week one. It's like, that's not fair to them at all because they're going to get the crap kicked out of them. And I hope to God that who does, I think Cleveland plays Cincinnati next week and Cincinnati looks a lot better than we thought they were going to be. So we'll see if Cleveland can rebound on Thursday. Um, Seahawks at Falcons. Free Julio. Free Julio and also DK Metcalf looking like he is in our Madden League. Fair. Chargers have Bengals. Joe Burrow looked good. I agree with that. Um, Justin Herbert will be starting by week six. Also, they have no fucking running game. It's really bad. Yeah. Almost like they should have kept Melvin Gordon happy. And stopped, like, you know, like, uh, oh. Almost like you should actually pay running backs that are like that fit your play scheme. The Chargers need to run the ball for their offense to work, and they have no running backs who can take carries. Oh, it's like rocket science. Um, Cardinals at 49ers. Called it. Honeymoon's over. Also, George Kittle. Pray for his knee. Bucks at Saints. R E L A. X. Jerry yeah, said um, way too long about what I was spelling. The Bucks have a whole new look offense. It, there's going to be hiccups, especially with the shortened preseason and shortened training camps and no preseason. They'll be fine. Yeah, no, this is going to be, it, folks, trust me, it's going to be a whole different ball game in two weeks. Um, Eagles at Eagles at Redskins. 
a Washington football team. <clears throat> Yikes. Originally, mine was pray for Carson Wentz. Now it's pray for the Los Angeles Rams because Philadelphia with Wentz as the starter, the day after the, the game after they get the crap kicked out of them, they kick the crap out of the team they play next. Um, <clears throat> Sanders and Johnson and Barnett are back next week. Oh, and also Josh Sweat, the upstart. I ta- I've, been ta- I've been gassing up this kid for this months. This is like five sentences. I know, I know, but it's my Eagles. So I, Notice I, how you, when the Patriots... You could have done, you've been been done this about the Patriots. I went short and sweet. All right, fine. Josh Sweat's going to be nasty. Pa- Eagles are going to smack the four, uh, Rams. All right. Um, speaking of Rams, Cowboys Rams. Again, yikes, Dallas. Yeah. Um, what happened to that explosive offense there, fellas? Steelers Giants. Fucking Saquon. Saquon, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. I forgot. It's a, J- it's a Jason Garrett offense. Never mind. Titans Broncos. I love Derrick Henry. I love Derrick Henry and Drew Locke. Not uh, just Derrick Henry. No, I love them both. All right. That was the one sentence game. And you know what's crazy? Even when I went on a rant about the Eagles for five sentences, it still only took two minutes. <laughs> Which yeah, it's is almost crazy. like we can get to a point. Yeah, because we don't have a, a rambling Packers fan on, on set. Yeah, I gave you shit for take saying five sentences. It would have been five minutes with her. Oh my god, five sentences. That's why I like I was like worried about putting it in the show because I'm like, oh wait, no, we don't have Savannah. We're fine. Uh, all right, so that's the last Savannah burn at least for this week. Um, now Kevin, we're gonna play America's favorite game, or at least our version of our our section of America's favorite game. Are I love gonna... Jeopardy. <laughs> Stay or call. You know the rules. Are you staying for one more round? With this with this team NFL edition or are you calling it and heading out? First off, Redskins defensive line. Are you staying or calling? Staying. Oh, I'm staying for like five more rounds. This is gonna keep them in games this year, and honestly, they may finish with a better record than Dallas or New York if Haskins doesn't turn the ball over. There, that will this will help them push for the NFC East crown. I don't think they're gonna catch Philly because I think Philly's injuries killed them last week. And that's what allowed. And also, Chase Young's winning defensive rookie of the year. I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting some serious money on that right now. Even I'll win like a buck maybe. But Washington will make a wild card spot over New York and Dallas if this defense plays like they did. But also, one thing I want to point out: Philadelphia could not run the ball because they had no capable running backs. So if you watch on film, Washington was able to drop a lot of guys in the coverage and just let their four guys rush. I want to see what they do against a team who could run the football or when they play Philly in a couple weeks with Miles Sanders. It's it's a different feel, but I, I do have a lot of respect for this D-line. They are disgusting, and they this is the reason they're going to go 9-7 and seven because they – and also, Haskins, a lot of improvement. He doesn't turn the ball over. He does throw a lot of – he did throw three near interceptions, but that's more in Philadelphia with, you know – I think their defensive backs took the receiver gloves from the receivers because they were dropping everything. <clears throat> How many um, offensive linemen were out for Philly? Okay. He held up three. For Yeah, Um. but we do get um, – you know what's so funny? Nate Harbring, our, one of our rookies, 
really good. Or not a rookie, a second-year guy, but very good. Isaac Sayamalo, who's replacement for um, Brandon Brooks, he played okay. Jack Driscoll struggled a lot, but um, Lane Johnson will be back next week. Because so. I just saw a picture. It was Carson getting sacked in three Eagles linemen just standing there watching. Yeah, they all know they're running sprints today. Um, I really just, you know, it's it, the wrestling's dealing with nasty. All right, I, I'm I'm staying as well. All right, Mitch and Minchu, are you buying the comeback kids of the quarterback position? You can split this one. No. I, I and it's not against him. It's not his ability. It's the lack of weapons. I don't think the Colts. I thought the Colts defense was going to be good. I was wrong. They're going to struggle. And I think a lot of the blame is going to go on Minshew because he was a sixth round pick. His skill set might not be where you want a starter to be at. I could be wrong on that, but I do think he's going to struggle badly because of the position he's been put in. I think if he was on a better team, I would be all in. So I'm calling. I'm calling it on Mitch. I'm going to stay on Minshew for one more week. I think Marone and Minshew have played two years together. They know the system together, and that's why they were able to just attack, attack, attack. They have a lot of the same receivers, Char, Keenan, Cole, and the the kid out of Colorado whose name I cannot pronounce to save my life. Um, I think they'll do okay. I don't think they're going to be a great team, but they're going to be a fun team to watch because Minshew knows his receivers, and Minshew has the skill set to kind of get himself out of trouble. They won't be able to beat you down the field, but I'm still worried about that running game because I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Um, yeah. Also, I did not talk about Mitch either. I only talked about Gardner. I'm staying on Mitch. Really? So we're flipping here. He's a third-year guy. He was a sec- second overall pick for a reason. He beat out Nick Foles. Yeah, I think Ryan Pace is an idiot for trading for Nick Foles. I think Matt Nagy might make mistakes, but they weren't really sold on Mitch last season. That's why they brought in Nick, and he beat him. So I I think Mitch may have made a turning point. I'm going to stay on him. Just now, if Allen Robinson gets traded like he wants, that might change my answer, but... I get you. I... I... I'm really about the whole – I'm just – with with Mitchie, the problem is, like, I know what he can do. I know – I'm waiting for the – yeah, there's Mitch Trubisky, part of it. So we'll definitely see what happens going forward with Mitch. But uh, it's just the Bears, man. I Yes, they have better weapons than Allen Robinson, Tariq, Tariq Cohen, and all these guys, but it's just I, – I, I don't know. I don't know. It's the problem with Mitch is like, it's, I'm not buying it though. I'd rather just like sell on this one right now and like kind of just not worry about it than like risk if I was going to buy a stock or like stay out of the round with Mitch Trubisky and just have it blow up my face. Yeah, but I mean also, you remember a few years ago when Johnny Football was trying to get back in the league and he had the whole comeback season thing? Yeah. It's comeback season for Mitch. Okay, so it's going to die off in a few weeks. That's fine. All right. Packers, are you staying and going on that offensive explosion? I'm going. Oh, same here. I'm calling that. Because, look, yeah, Devontae Adams is a fine receiver. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, or whatever the hell that man's name is, he d- played well, but the Vikings were starting mainly rookie corners. Yeah. If you're not burning them as a viable NFL starter, you should not be in the league. 
So I think once they play a real secondary, they're going to struggle. I think here's the thing. Like the problem is with the Packers is that they have one dominant receiver and they haven't played a team with a shutdown corner yet. The problem is, I, I said this in the beginning, the, the problem, biggest problem with the Vikings is not even their quarter position, it's their secondary. And I would love to see the, the uh, Packers offense go up against the Eagles. You know, you just put, hey, hey Darius Slay, go follow um, Devontae Adams for the whole game. All right, help, you know, Terry McLaurin to three catches for 27 yards. So, when he was on him, so, you know, that's, I, all I'm saying is, like, you need to, like, or play the Patriots, you know, Stephon Gilmore's have Stephon or J.C. Jackson kind of follow him around the field for an hour. It, it's, I'm not buying it. I think the pa- the Packers fans are in for a rude awakening when they play a real team with a real defense that isn't starting. I mean, the, the Vikings are a real team, but I feel like the Vikings, we knew this was going to happen because basically their defense is going to take a couple weeks to catch up. So they're going to be a back end of the season team, not a uh, start fast and kind of peter off team. Yeah, I mean, also isn't wasn't Daniel Hunter? Isn't he on the IR? Yeah, he's on the he's on this like new improved IR. It's only yeah, it's the three week one. Also, like I said, that secondary is sus. It's going to be sus for a while. Um, but good news for Packers fans. Next week you play the Lions. I mean, their secondary is better, but like it's like. I'd say it's a gradual improvement because you do have Trufant, you do have Jeff Akuda, who both played fairly well, except in the fourth quarter. Um, I think the Lions going to be a different animal. They can't rush the passer like um, the Vikings can, but I feel like that game is going to be fun to watch regardless. So, All right. Birds, we're splitting this one. Are you bu- are you spying or selling on Philadelphia bouncing back or Air- in Arizona staying hot? Who's Philly playing? Philly plays LA in Philly. One o'clocker. Which LA? Rams. I am calling. Philly is not going to bounce back. I still think, even though they have Lane Johnson back, that offensive line is still very questionable. Uh, if Miles Sanders is back, that might change some things. But even then, I think, even without Brandon Cooks, the Rams' offense is still phenomenal. Not phenomenal. They're still good enough. That defense, they, God, they put enough money into it. It better be pretty good. Uh, but And then on the Cardinals, I, I'm staying. They're going to stay hot. They're... They're what the Bucks should have been this year. They're what the people thought Cleveland was going to be last year, but they're actually doing it. I am going to stay on both of them. I am staying for Philadelphia for 17 weeks. Oh, I always will. But also for three reasons. One, the Eagles defense up until the fourth quarter was basically lights out until they were running out of gas because the Eagles defense was three and out every series. Um their set, the Eagles secondary is playing way better than I expected. Their linebacking core was actually phenomenal by PFF standards. Uh, you get Derek Barnett back this week with Josh Sweat, who was the number two ranked D- edge rusher this week behind um, Larry Larry Ajobi or Kobe, whatever you pronounce his name. Um, and he actually was ranked number two. Number four was Aaron Donald. So, I mean, that just shows. I mean, also, I watched Sweat. He was just in Dwayne Haskins' grill every snap. So I'm buying a Philadelphia because I'm staying with Philadelphia because also, you know, you get Johnson back. 
you can move Driscoll in. You could have uh, Harbrink stay there. There's only one guy you really have to block on Arizona's line, on um, LA's line. Yes, you're gonna have to triple team him, but um, also Philadelphia always plays LA well. Uh, for some reason, Sean McVay just has a prop. His kryptonite is Doug Peterson. So uh, Miles Sanders back, Derek Barnett's back, Lane Johnson back. Another week of uh, Jalen Rieger and Wentz getting on the same page because that hookup, look, that the combination looks deadly already. Deshaun Jackson healthy. Uh, I'm staying with them. And the Cardinals, they play Washington next week, but Washington's, they, Washington struggled against the run when they got outside. Even Philly started getting a couple off, but it was too late in the game. Uh, Drake and um, Murray are going to have fun with that that defense. So I'm staying hot on both of them. I'm, I'm staying. Uh, what, what did I, oh, the Bills. Are you are you sticking with the Bills for now? Are you are you are you buying that they are the still the best team in the AFC East? No. They think they, oh, they they look good against the Jets. Ooh. Like I would look good against the Jets, let's be honest. They're yeah, they're gonna be good. They're going to compete for the AFCs. They're not the clear cut number one. Uh, I, I'm not going to just say the Patriots right now. I'm not saying it's definitely the Patriots division still because we don't know if Cam can throw, really, because he ran the ball almost every down. But I think the Patriots showed that they can still win games, even against this new-look Dolphins team. I think the Dolphins should have gone with two a time, but I'm calling. I, I think the Bills, even though they won, they showed they beat the Jets by 10 points. That's a That's a loss. I don't care what the spread is. If you're yeah, no. going to be the next team in the AFC East, you should be blowing the Jets out. Oh, I know. Um, I am going to stay with the Bills only because first week of the new receiving core, they were kind of, uh, like, once again, it's the first week. Every team's going to look rusty. The teams that have a couple extra tricks on their sleeve or catch a couple of plays or play the positions or dominate the positions where you don't need to shake off the rust, uh, defensive line, running the football, et cetera, are going to look better than a team that is a, you know, possibly a better passing team or a team that relies on a secondary more with communication and stuff like that. So I am not selling the Bills yet, only because it is week one. If you talk to me in week 15, whenever they play the Jets next and they're not beating them by 20, then we have a problem. But I think the Bills are still the best team in this AFC East. So speaking of the AFC East, Patriots, are you buying, are you, I, I'm call, I'm, I'm not calling, I'm staying with them. I think they're going to be a wild card team this year. I think that, Josh McDaniels is so creative that they're going to find ways to win games that they shouldn't win. Yeah, I'm I'm staying with them. They're they're not just going to win a wild card. I think they can win the whole thing. That well, secondary well, is still phenomenal. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore he had a couple PIs. Uh, Brooks had a PI. It was it's not good, but as the season goes on, they're going to get better. They're also um, aggressive. That's a good thing. I'd rather a guy get a PI and a pick or two than like just like let guys smoke them. Yeah, one of the PIs was stupid. If the guy turned, if Brooks turned his head, he would have had a pick. They're but. they're weird about PIs this year. We even saw with the Michael Gallup, Jalen Ramsey call. PIs are even though hot take, it was, but if we're gonna go by the Kyle Rudolph standard, that was a, a PI. Yeah, that was PI that Ramsey sold. But no, Brooks like Ramsey's didn't the turn best his actor head. In football. Brooks didn't turn his head and grab Gasicki. Uh, that that was PI. Wait, Terrence Brooks. Uh, Patriots cornerback. He's new. Dreadlocks? No. 30, well, uh, he, I, cause I swear to God, I think he came from the Eagles. 25? Um, 
Yeah, Terrence Brooks. Good corner. Just couldn't didn't fit. He wasn't a good he wasn't good for our system somehow. Or oh yeah, no, we had Darby. We had all those corners we cut him. Yeah, but I mean no, I yeah. think the Patriots are gonna do- rely on the ground game because they barely have receivers. Uh Nikhil Harry did not look good at points. Do we see the Patriots bring back Antonio Brown? No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, Call right. up Brown Robinson, Bill. Call up for OBJ. Yeah, right. Make a play. Make, make, get Cam some weapons. Get him. Just get him a fast guy. Just get him like somebody who's like just fast. You don't have to get him a tall guy. Just get him a fast guy. Cam and OBJ are best friends. I mean, they listen. He, 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 he. I think he's getting tired of getting shit on. So yeah, he'll never get tired of that. You. All right, last one. You Raiders. Are you buying Oakland? Like, I mean, L.A.? I mean, Las Vegas? Like, it's – I mean, yes, it was the, the, the horrible Carolina defense, but they were throwing the ball well. Josh Jacobs is extremely effective. Henry Ruggs looked great. I, 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 it's not a bad team on offense. I just, like – they're deep. I, if they can get a pass first, they can win a couple of games because – L.A., the, the Chargers are going to suck. Denver's got a lot of holes they got to plug because they're bailing water. I could see Las Vegas kind of sneaking their way up. The, they're not – nobody's going to catch the char, the Chiefs, but I could see – I'm staying with them. I'm staying for another round with the with the Raiders. I'm staying for 17 more rounds with the Raiders, or 16 at this point, 15 because it's by. Because besides the Chiefs, what, what was the team that made the AFC Championship game last year built on? Uh, running the football. Yeah. yeah, what are the Raiders going to do? Run the football. Exactly. Uh, another Bama boy dominating the league. You got to love it. His yards per carry was crap, but then again, like, it doesn't matter if you have two yards of carry. If you score three touchdowns, you're effective to me. Yeah, I, and also, I mean, they have one thing that, and I'm not knocking the Tennessee receiving core. They have one thing that Tennessee didn't have last year. They got a speedy boy on the outside. Fast boy. I mean... A.J. Brown's sort of fast, and so is Corey Davis, but they're like the same type of receiver. They're like that T.O. type. They're big, physical, and can run. I mean, Corey Davis played great last night. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. Corey Davis played great. So Henry Ruggs, though, is like Tyreek Hill. Henry Ruggs is like Tyreek Hill and Deshaun Jackson and um, Mike Wallace had a baby because he's taller. Yeah, it's... It's going to be fun. AFC, AFC West is going to be a weird division this year. It's going to be so odd because well, it's going to be the Chiefs and then a weird division. Yeah, I mean, I think LA is going to be still the worst team in this division. All right. That surrounds it up for um, Stay or Call. We are going to move on to Kev. Guess of the weird for me? I do, actually. Have you ever heard of, by chance, John Carroll University? Yes, actually. For those who haven't, it's a D3 school out in Ohio. I have a buddy who went there. Do you know how many people they have in NFL front offices or involved in the prof- or in the National Football League? I've actually heard this stat before. It's like six or seven, right? 22. Holy mother of God. I they have off. an enrollment of 3,600. 22 is a pretty good number. They must have, have one, it must have been the one connection, got another connection, got another connection, got another connection. Yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels went there. The Patriots tight end coach went there. Director of player personnel for the Pats went there. Assistant director of player personnel for the Pats. Midwest area scout for the Pats. Scouting assistant. Is it all Patriots, guys? No, that's the Patriots have the most, but it's not. The Chargers general manager 
football communications for the Chargers, the Jaguars general manager, Colts special teams assistant, chief ticketing officer for the Bucks, defensive coordinator, outside linebacker, and defensive quality control, all for the Rams, scouting assistant for the Chiefs, head strength and conditioning for the Falcons, Red or Washington football team post-game analyst London Fletcher. That's where I knew the name. That's where I knew the name of the school from. Besides the guy I knew who went there. Defensive quality control for the Cards. Quarterbacks coach for the Giants. Offensive coordinator and senior VP of football operations for the Ravens and scouting assistant for the Browns. Wow. All involved in NFL teams. <clears throat> it is incredible. Hall of Fame linebacker London Fletcher. He. Should be a Hall of Famer, I feel. Oh, I do too. He was just one of the best linebackers when he played. Um, also, slightly getting off weird stuff. KJ tweeted about it. We're going to miss you, buddy. Good luck in all future endeavors. Exactly. We love you, KJ. Um, it, it would help if you texted me back after I texted him, but I love him anyway. Good kid. Love him. Great present for us. Uh, he will be missed here at Belly Up. All right. Last call. All right. I kind of reiterated this a little bit beforehand. Um, folks, yes, we watched a great weekend of football. It was fun. College was fun. It was ACC football. It was fun. A lot of gloves. Um, oh, yeah, it was ACC football. Easy. Um, NFL football. Everyone overreacting this week and everyone freaking out. from Everyone from my Eagle, fellow Eagles fans to... Bears fans and Packers fans yelling from the rooftops, we're back! Y'all chill. It's week one. Like I said before, teams that rely on the passing game a lot, <clears throat> Philadelphia, um, you know, uh, Detroit, uh, Minnesota, a lot of these teams, I mean, Minnesota is definitely a run-centric team, but or secondary, basic. Like, a lot of, like, certain things like running the football, pass rushing, don't take a lot of training camp to be good at. Basically, it's a one-track kind of mind to it. All I'm saying is, before we make our assumptions on what is going to happen this NFL offseason, unless it's like a game-changing injury in this whole NFL 2020 season, let's wait till week three or four when teams are starting to get good. Because I guarantee we're going to see a whole different Philadelphia team, a whole different Detroit, a whole different Green Bay, Minnesota, New England. I, I think New England by week five will have a passing game probably. Um, we'll see a new Carolina. I don't know about Carolina, but we'll see definitely a lot. Of, um, definitely a new uh, Rams team. It's gonna be weird because a lot of these teams are, like getting into getting in sync with the receivers hard enough. Like for example, on Sunday, Wentz had Rieger on an 80-yard touchdown. Rieger had smoked two uh, a corner and a safety from Washington, and Wentz overthrew by three steps. That's what happens if you don't play a lot of live game scenarios. It's for any, like it's going to be – I think week three is where we're going to strongly fight to see what the teams really are. I think week one and two are going to kind of be like the feel it out. So like next week, teams are going to get a lot of guys back and they're going to have to play with a lot of guys who are on off in the season. It's going to definitely be a new changeup. I think next week we're going to see a lot more blowouts and we're going to see a lot more teams play at a high efficiency rate. Hopefully next week, Monday Night Football won't be a garbage fire like the last last two nights were. Next week, it's going to be New Orleans and Raiders. A lot of points, so I'm for it. Anything else, Kev? I have a quick little asterisk for your last call. Great. Uh, first off, the Saints are going to look very bad this week because Michael Thomas is out for multiple weeks. That's true. But also, it's going to be a good game, though, because now the Raiders are going to be at their level. 
I think the asterisk, though, is you said don't read too much in week one. If your team hasn't had a lot of turnover or didn't have a lot of guys out, don't read too much into it. But like certain teams. Or if they have, I mean, don't read into it because things will change by week three. If you're the Packers, you haven't added much or lost much. I'm saying, no, the Packers should not be celebrating. Yeah. Because they 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 pull a fast one on a team with a ton of turnover. Yeah, I'm just, it's not really an ask. It's more just saying, like, you if your team had a lot of of turnover and they looked good, great. I would be excited. But if your team hasn't, like, look. Reds, the football team looked good. They, they've they added some pieces, but not a lot of turnover, except in the coaching staff. Eagles had a bunch of guys out. Don't freak out. Packers, you have the same offense. Calm the fuck down. You didn't, Also, the best corner on the field was a rookie. Like, you play a Philly, a, um, a Cleveland, a um, New Orleans, a New England. You play... Um, I don't know who else got like legitimate number one corners? LA. You play any of these teams who actually have a top flight, top ten, top five corner? It's a wrap. Like you were able to, Green Bay was able to pick on teams last year because they could put at even when they didn't have Adams. Because last year, let's be honest, cornerback play last year was down, but and they were able to take advantage of Aaron well, Jones getting a ton of carries. Not not for the not for your boy. I'm talking about from like two through seven was down. Like, Slay got no love, and he ended up, lead, like, coming in top two in the league in picks. But it's all because he played in Detroit. But last year they took advantage of a lot of teams not buying on Aaron Jones. Now everyone knows who Aaron Jones is. It's, I think, Packers fans are the team that should be the most afraid because they basically... And also, by the way, the Packers should have put away the Vikings a lot earlier than they did. That game should have been a lot not as close. Like, the Vikings started coming back and scoring points. I'm like, oh, well, um, that's a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, um, if your team can't put away teams, that's an issue. For my fellow Eagles fans, guys, it's, it's week one. We lost a lot of guys' injuries. We didn't lose any, but the only one we lost injuries is uh, Winnie Curry, but Josh Sweat's definitely coming to his own, so that's definitely an, an optimistic sight. But, um... Yeah, injuries are week one injuries when guys don't play but are playing next week. Don't freak out about it. That's that's the best thing I could say about this. Also, the Patriots I think are going to be a good team. I don't think they're going to be as good as Kevin thinks. I think they're going to be somewhere in the middle, but they're going to be a good team. They're going to be great. Oh my god. See, when I say something like the Eagles, Kev yells at me. Why say he said about the Patriots? I just roll my eyes. See, I am sh- short and sweet about it. I just say Cam Newton, I love you. The Patriots are going to be great. You decide you right. I. I talk so much that you I have decide to read War and Peace verbatim to the audience while you're talking about the Eagles. I love football. It's a dangerous combination. All right. That wraps it up. I'm going to go cook burgers and um, make sure my house is clean before, my, before everyone else comes back from vacation. Uh, we will catch y'all on Thursday. Live stream in front of it or behind it. Jared, let's cap. We out. Bye. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Podcast Network.